Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Special Wrestling Podcast. But today, we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from April the 20th, 1991. And before I throw it to Doc, I want to give a special shout-out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. And now I'll throw it to Doc and ask how he's doing in... You'll find out shortly why Harper is not here at the beginning of the show. Uh, Doc, how are you? Well, I just want to welcome everybody into the hottest, longest running, most successful independent wrestling podcast out there. Yeah, that's what I thought. Thought we could. I thought we might want to start off by agreeing on some things. You know, that's always helpful. I think people don't. I think people forget that we're actually friends in real life because we bicker on here. Just wanted everybody to understand. We started off. We started off this episode on the same page. So if we get off the rails, just remember, everything's a work. Now, got to tell you, I, I'm I'm in great spirits right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I feel great. Uh, uh, The sun is a a little bit brighter. (laughs) The air is a little bit cleaner. And yeah, it's, uh, wow. That all we needed was a win, buddy. All we needed was one, get the taste in our mouth of a win. And now everything is back to where it ought to be. You are typical. You are so. You were suicidal. Bonaric thing unhinged in my text messages Sunday night before last. Unhinged. Like, literally, if there was a Burger King near you, it would have been a Burger King thing. And now you're, yeah, 16 and 1, Super Bowl suck it. it you, you are. It, it's Cowboy fans are like broads. Y'all, y'all are just wow, unstable so beings. I'm not sure who you're insulting there, but it sounds Both. like a lot of people. Half y'all are the worst. Y'all cowboy. are the worst fan base of all time. It goes no, from no, no. it goes from we are the absolute worst. Fire everyone into the sun. To oh yeah, uh, Cooper Rush is taking us to the Super Bowl. I never it, said that. I never. Oh, that. that's and, what you're thinking. And and no, no, no. Because let's be okay. So let me see. This is why we needed to start out together. 
This is quickly. exactly what it is. No, no, no. Let me let me break it down in a way that even I'll bust out the crayon so that even you can have a, a chance to understand it. I feel great that we got a win because guess what? Mike, can you answer me this question? Do we apologize for wins in the NFL? No. Okay, so we won. End, end full stop, we won. We were seven-point underdogs at home, and we won the game. But let's put the picture in the frame, if you will. Something, I'm not saying it, it can't get resolved, but something's wrong in Cincinnati. I think they just got on a hot run last year because they they weren't, like, great during the regular season. They were inconsistent, and they went on a run, and they okay. made well, it to and, the Super and that's Bowl. Po- that's possible, but that's not what I was expecting from the other side of the field, to be honest. And they we lost struggled. to Pittsburgh the week prior with Mitchell Trubisky. True. But let's also be clear that while Cooper Rush performed admirably, and let's be clear, admirably is, we'll cap it there, in getting us the win, which we will not apologize for, he's now put a he's now put himself on tape that other teams are going to start seeing, and they're going to start trying to take things away. So the marker of his success will be to be able to be to overcome the game plans that now will start to line up to stop him after having more film on tape. Do you agree with that? As I'm talking on mute about the more tape BS that there is. Why are you on mute? I hit the button by accident. Jesus Christ. Fucking. Actually, I was blowing my nose and almost had to take a piss. In you're the still out. You're still, you're still sick. We get it now. So long story short, do you agree with me or no? No, that's just like, it's the it's same dumb narrative as, oh, I can't win in cold weather. They got tape on them now. They're really going to lock them down. Shut the flying piss up, okay? So so you're saying that he's awesome and he should get a starting gig because th- that was he's the real. Mm, I didn't say that. Okay. More needs to be seen from him. Right. Right, okay. But, so, man, he's got red hair and he plays for the Dallas Cowboys and he's of the Caucasian persuasion. And um, Dak better no, watch no, no. it, man. No, no, no. We're paying forty million for another guy. I don't care what color he is. We need the guy with the broken thumb, the brother back ASAP. We need to shoot like dead monkeypox cells into his thumb so that it will like stimulate his immune system and it's, and promote the healing. Uh, we need Dak back in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. See, you're trying to. You, I'm a cowboy fan. I'm racist. I'm crazy. No, no. It was no. a joke. I'm just trying to fire up the rubes out there who are listening to this, who don't n- know any better. And the rubes that are out there. Listen to how he talks about y'all first. No, 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 no. Our listeners are cowboy great. Cowboy fans, and now it's the rubes. Is there anybody the, else you want to insult tonight? It's the people who fly in every now and then and listen, and they listen to the intro and they get triggered and offended because of us just having fun, those those are the people I'm talking to. The people who are well, enjoying this is the great, they're wonderful, which is most of the people. It's the ones who fly. In attendance. 
Right. It's the ones now, who fly in for a week and are like, oh, I wonder what this well, is we're about. Not worried about. We're not worried about those people now. Before we, Were we you get, the one who said I offended them? Well, you, you did. But um, What the fuck? Well, before we get to him, we definitely need some sort of well check performed in the greater Nashville area. Oh, God. Um, we have a, a small <laughs> person who is maybe dangling from a rope right now. He's pro. I haven't talked to him. Haven't really seen much from him on social media. Um, of course, we're I'm, talking about a half pint, and they're zero and two now. The Titans, and guess what? They play the Raiders next week, who are also zero and two. Both teams come in very desperate. Both teams had high aspirations for the season, and somebody's going to be zero and three, and that's a big hole to dig out of. Well, but here's the thing, man. Like they they lost to to Buffalo. I mean, a and lot, a lot of, people, of teams are about to do that. Yeah, they, they, dude, bu- Buffalo. You and him may certainly be right on them getting the strap this year because that they look impressive. I mean, beating Tennessee they is look, one. Th- they they look energized, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but. Tennessee just – so, I mean, you, you can't really take anything away from that. Look, they lost to Buffalo. It, 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 that stuff like that happens, okay? But um, but I, would you I say just, that's a huge game for them this week, 0-2, 0-2 Raiders? Yeah, I mean, 0-2 is a big thing because, I mean, based on a 16-game schedule, I forget what the percentage is, but, you know, it's it's been out there for a while. Like, you, you play 16 games, man. Uh, in a 16-game schedule, when you start 0-2 – I forget the percentage, but your percentage of going to the playoffs at that point becomes really small. You start 0-3, it really, you have really, really... The, you have eliminated the margin for error at that point. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you said, they, it's two desperate teams. I mean, you got the Raiders and them who neither have won. So, um, At the same time, in the Titans' defense, if they started 0-3, not to go too deep into the weeds with football... But after the Raiders, they have the Colts twice. Well, the Colts, then the Commanders, and then the Colts again. And so, I mean, they got a weak schedule. And then they play the Texans before they go to Kansas City. So they've got actually, after the Raiders game, literally four winnable games. So It's you know, doable, we'll but see. panic will start to set in for one of oh, those yeah. two teams. Now, one more thing before we talk about the superstar, because I am interested to know where he is tonight. God only knows. But um, y'all caused the GOAT to start throwing around the boogie computer technology this weekend. Um, do you feel like the refs were, un, uh, were a little bit involved in, in y'all's loss to the, to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I mean, you act like they didn't, get him, they didn't have him throwing tablets last year. Do you That's feel the like second the refs, time he's done that, just so you know. Do you feel like the refs were a little involved before I answer that question and I get accused of being a homer, one, first off, Crab Legs has got a – I don't care if he's got four fractures in his back. He can't just be that careless with the ball, okay? So let me get that out the way first. Mark Ingram in the red zone when it's 3-3 three to three, can't fumble when they're about to make it 10-3 to three and your defense has locked them down, you know, for over three quarters. On that note – that game got really weird outside of the turnovers with the penalties. 
mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. So, so you know, I, you know I can't. My buddy. Wait, let me let me answer the question. Jesus Christ, Bruh. forever. You take so forever. While, so while I could say the refs got kind of wonky and it felt like some calls were coming from New York, especially with that fight. <laughs> That's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I don't know what Lattimore did to get <laughs> to get thrown out, but that was some BS. Um, you know, they lost the game. They 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 turned the ball over too much. So that's that. Whatever. Well, you I know, mean, you know my partner. Um, we won't use his name, but he you know who I'm talking about. He texted me and he's not a wrestling fan, nor he does he believe in the, the term of everything's a work. And I got a text from him and it just said refs were very involved in that Buccaneers possession. And and that is a <laughs> rare, rare admission from him and i was like well you know there's a reason for all this and he's like shut up so i i you know everybody takes it you know when uncle rog gets involved he gets the joy he gets the 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 uh, controller the joystick um funny things start happening let's be now, let's be let's let's be straight too about that situation um your friend he didn't have a dog in that fight he's not a fan of either team to make right. that comment he, we're cowboy fans, so yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he, it's not his yeah, fight. Like, He's just dang, observing was, it. Really, we're just gonna let him get down the field like that? Okay. <laughs> um. So anyway, all that being said, there's your NFL uh, week two wrap up. Um, I'm certainly happy with this, the NFL being uh, back, and it's it's enjoyable, and it's really the only thing keeping some of us from doing the BK thing. Sometimes it makes us want to do the BK thing. That's the great thing about football. Um, but speaking of of stars and, and things, where's where's Harper? I'm going to answer that question, but I want to point something out to you because I didn't see this until uh, Sunday and then I was watching football. I don't know. You are mentally irregular thinking LSU had a statement win over Mississippi State. <laughs> like, what? were you that drunk uh, when you I was sent that? A hundred percent sober, sir, and that is a uh, you don't you don't you need to understand that most seventy five percent of my text messages should be in the sarcasm font. Okay, because like there's no signature win against. I mean, maybe Bama because they now recently don't do it as often. But um, I just even thought then... it was funny that y'all <laughs> y'all struggled so mightily against a team from that toilet that Alice. That Adam Price lives in, so I figured you know y'all could handle them a little easier. What does Adam have to do with this? I don't know. Maybe he's taking, maybe he's taking clean drinking water to the the poor people of Jackson, Mississippi. Don't get me started on that issue right now. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and and the lack of uh, clean water. Uh, We won't go there because you know then I'll be accused of being too political for whatever that's supposed to mean because i just want people in america to have clean drinking water how Um, did clean drinking water get political it's because one side blames the other yada 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 that that whole that's what ends up happening can't everybody in charge be in in trouble for something like not having water why does everything have to be political let's get these folks some drinking water for real some clean water. Every um, young child deserves to be playing outside and then grab a garden hose and drink some questionable shit down with some tap water, you know? Bruh, I survived kids on tap kids water. don't do that anymore. Do you realize the look I'd get if I pull that move on my kids? 
to grab the hose and take a drink. They, they, they would, they would, I've done it. I'm like, just, just go over the faucet. Dude, they I like, was at a, what? We, we were playing soccer one, I mean, not soccer, tennis one time at the junior high when I was like in high school because it was closer to our house. And we found a hose, just, a, a, I mean, a faucet outside the school, a faucet, and took our tennis container, the balls, and filled that shit up with water and drank it because it was hot outside. I don't see no problem. Right. Well, it tasted a little, you know, a little bit like tennis balls and industrial waste, but, you know, whatever. It happens. It happens. All right. On the hopper now. So where is the superstore? So we've killed some time, so hopefully he'll text me. So um, I get a call about two minutes before we jump on to record, right? Brah, and he's like, brah, brah. I'm, I'm sorry, not, not two minutes. 15 minutes before we're about to record, I get a call, and it's him saying, hey, man, they're at the place. They're up. They're hooking up my, my internet. Okay. I said, well, I know how that goes. I remember when I moved, Um, you know, it would oh, take an hour and four and a half, five hours later, the guy's still here trying to hook the shit up, which was the weirdest thing ever. But anyway, so I go, well, look, just we're going to record. I understand. Just just text me. And if he gets done, now he had only been there. He already had been there an hour. If he gets done, uh, just text and we'll, we'll you know, conference you in. All right, bruh. He calls me back a minute before I call you on Skype to start recording. And he's like, yeah, bruh, we ain't going to have no internet tonight. Something about the address being wrong. It's a bunch of bullshit, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've been farting around, wasting my afternoon here at home. I got to go run an errand. I'll text you when I get home a little bit after seven. I said, all right, um, look, why don't you make sure you got the Skype on your phone and that way I'll call you there and that way we're not, you know, talking to you from the moon. Okay, I'll text you when I get home. So right now we're waiting on the superstar to get home. Uh, hopefully he will get home in time before we're done with this show. That's well, where you know we're at happened, with the superstar. You know what happened after that, right? Lady Harper downloaded Skype for his phone and is trying to get him logged in. I don't know if she was there. Uh oh! So he's unattended. He's he, somebody <laughs> left him at home alone. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Come on, who think who thinks that's a good idea? He's just gonna be sitting there in his whitey tidies and nothing else, eating Cool Whip with a big fucking spoon. <laughs> cool Whip with a big spoon. <laughs> she gonna get home from work? Did you have dinner? Yeah, I had something earlier. <laughs> it reminds me of Duck Bozard on Twitter. He posted like some time ago. Yes, I had ice cream for dinner because I'm an adult and I can do that. Fuck yeah, dude! You're paying your bill. If you're going to work and paying your bills, you can eat whatever the hell you want for dinner. Dude, it's so funny because you can remember when you were a kid, and I mean, even when you're like a poor kid, your parents are like, "Yeah, you don't need all that sugar, and you don't need to eat this, and you don't need to drink that, and blah 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 blah." All the things that, like, you were told, no, that's not good to have. And then you become an adult, and you're like, bro, if I really wanted to eat a half a gallon of ice cream for dinner, uh, my, my intestines might be torn up. But I really could do it if I wanted to. Shit, yeah, why not? It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. So Harper's, Harper's going to try to join us. What you're saying is he's going to try to join us off his phone signal and not the interwebs. Yeah, but he's supposed to be on Skype when it where it's, you know, for whatever reason, when you're on the app, it sounds 10 million times better than if you're 
sure. on the actual sell line, if that makes so sense. So what you're saying is is that we won't hold our breath, but we'll be happy if it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'll come in hot talking about Lord knows what, you know. Well, uh, the first thing we'll get a promo on is the internet company. Yeah, he's cut promos on them before. Right. I mean, because it's the same company. It's just that, you know, move recently. Well, you know. It happens, right? It happens. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, whatever's right. So well, there's you're not going... a more helpless feeling in the world than when your internet decides to stop working, though. Because that's a... And... That's a, that's as important in 2022 as electricity. It, it's damn near more important. Mm, okay. Because you can technically make it a little while without your electricity. If you got, for example, your freezer... As long as it's not opened, it's fine. Your fridge is fine. If you ain't got internet, you ain't got nothing in 2022. Like even most cable companies now, that's internet that's running that puppy. Oh, yeah. Unless it's like is satellite. I mean, that's a little different story. But I mean, like. Yeah, man, you're up the creek without a paddle. Now, as I say that, if it's the middle of the summertime where we live, oh, I don't want to die. I don't want to be without electricity. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is Burger King thing at that point, bro. Hey, guess what? We're over halfway through September, and the heat index is a hundred fucking degrees. I was watching the weather guy right before we started. It's and hot again. Is that what he said? God damn, it's hot again. He was saying, how many days after September, uh, mid-September, do we normally have over 95? And the average is two, and I think, you know, we're already at five or whatever it is. <laughs> so over 95. This and um, we're not going to get relief. Can you give me some relief? Like, you know, that uh, – Come on. Place. Uh, we're not going to get any relief until I think Sunday night, Monday, next week. This is brutal, bro. It's all crunchy outside. We had a flood and it's already crunchy again. That's some bullshit, too. It's September 20th. Dude, and it's hot. Ugh, blazing. I went and did my three miles last night while the soccer practice went on around me. And it, it was hot. Had any thick sun, baby. It's just okay. fucked up. I quit. So real quick, uh, before we jump into Saturday night, um, no five-star reviews this week. So please leave a five-star review if you have not already done so on Apple or Podcast Addict. When you leave that five-star review, Doc and I will read it on air and give you a shout-out. So please do that. Again, five-star reviews on, on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. And then a handful of new or returning patrons this week, Ryan S., Derek G., Bill S., Skip and Rick C, thank you for signing up and becoming a patron. And on that note, uh, you can sign up and become a patron like those gentlemen at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Look, we got a 
believe a pay-per-view coming we got a clash i mean we got super brawl coming up there's some stuff coming up that's going to be on patreon plus you get the world class shows with lance and i the ecw shows with the boston bad boys jv and mike and you get the uh nwa power show with the little fella half pint who mm. is on suicide watch right now with he and the transformer sparks um on nwa power and then all the other extra stuff that we drop as well on patreon okay um tinyurl.com slash patreon btt uh doc you ready to talk some are you ready to talk some saturday night on tbs well i think it's important to let you know that my fix for the gimmick eating the first page didn't work and so i'm without the first page of notes again um, have you told your broad about this? No, no. Why? Come on. What dude, are you what waiting are you on? No, 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 no. She needs to know this types of shit. Okay. No, she's she's still mad at you anyway. What did I do? Well, we bought a new, a new TV because, and you're like, oh, fancy. Now get this. So my old TV was a plasma. Remember when what they does made this have plasma? to do with me being? Why is she mad at me? So remember when they made plasma TVs? Well, I used to have one up until like. And it's a man, it was good. It was a good TV. I bought it like 2007 for like Jesus seven, Christ, that's like 50 years ago. 1700 bucks, man. It was a great TV. But about a year and a half ago, it developed this vertical line of all these different colors down like two thirds through the screen, just like this. It's about a, two inches wide. But shit, I was like, I don't watch sporting events that I care about in the bedroom, so I'll move that some bitch to the bedroom and just keep keep using it, you know. Just because you got a hole in your socks, it depends on where the hole is, right? You don't you just necessarily have to throw away the sock. You could maybe keep using it. Yeah. Okay, so I knew you'd understand that piece of it. Well, finally the TV gave out and it wouldn't even the the picture wouldn't come on. So I was like, yeah, we got to do something. I mean, that can't can't fake that anymore. So went and got a new TV. Down at the Costco with the cash back. And uh, she was setting it up. She likes setting up shit like that. So I was like, oh, fuck, I don't have to do it. Okay. So I sit out in the other room doing something. She comes out. I'm like, you got the TV set up? And she's like, no, no, no. Um, I'm setting up all our accounts, so I need our, our password. And, uh, you know, since your buddy Mike's got a problem with uh, where we keep the password, I'm going to come over here to where I keep it and, and get it. Because he likes to make fun of me and shit. <laughs> and I was like, well, you got a problem with Mike? I can get him on the horn for you. And she goes, no, I just don't understand why he thinks that's so crazy. And he needs he needs to make a comment about us having the, the password out where people can see it. Like somebody, like the people that come in our house are going to steal our internet. Bro, that's some white people shit, bro. Okay, we're white people. I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> I'm not asking you to be ashamed yeah, of it. Gonna, I'm just saying say, that's some white people shit. If you were going to say that white people shit was like, you know, colonizing most of the Southern Hemisphere, I'd be like, come on, dude, that's a little stiff right now. But, you know. <laughs> so anyway, she's a little hot with you, and so I didn't feel like it was the proper time to bring up my own problems because she was already mad at you, and I didn't want her to, like, stop the whole show but i have another fix that i've been working on that i'm going to try for next week so we'll see if this works 
I'm confused. So did she come grab the password from where it is to bring it into the mm-hmm. bedroom? And that just triggered her to be mad at me because I asked she had- her what she I asked her what she was doing. And then my presence into the situation apparently had an association with you and then she was remembering how your words hurt her feelings. <laughs> and apparently that makes you laugh. <laughs> you pissed off the rubes that listen, the broads, the cowboy fans, and Mrs. Doc. That's great. You're on a real roll tonight. You're a real class individual this evening. I hope you're proud of yourself. Um, I, it's just it's just so funny, man. It's like so. Um, I don't have the first page of notes. Uh, that's going to be a little bit more meaningful tonight than it normally is because we uh, the glorious Nate take me out to the ball game. We got baseball tonight, brother. Well, that's really these matches are really short because we You're got baseball all to winter get to. for opening day. Yeah, we got baseball, so these matches uh, this week in particular are short, and it's a short episode, as you said. It's only a one-hour edition. Now, we're still at center stage. This was taped on April 1st of 91, I believe, like last week was. Uh, When the show opens up, again, this is April 20th of 1991. When the show opens up, we see a replay of Flair and Pillman with Arn helping Flair with the figure four. Then we head to the ring, um, or we head to center stage. Missy is rolling her eyes at Paul E talking about the danger zone. Then JR mentions a segment that will air over the next few weeks. I need you to push pause. Look at that relief map that is her torso. Jesus Christ. Can you grow up? Dude, you could. We could. Me and Harper could each stand under each one of those for shade. Oh, my God. Jason Hervey was. And look uh, at that. That no person in the history of ever has outkicked their coverage more than Jason Hervey in 1991. I disagree. I think DDP outkicked his coverage with Kimberly. Nah, because at least DDP was tall. Oh, okay. So you got a you got something against short people? No, broads like tall dudes. I mean, they don't like Sean Bradley, even though, you know, he's in a wheelchair now. Oh, okay. That's not good. Did you not know that? I didn't. Yeah, he had like a bicycle accident. And when he landed, he actually like broke his shit. And now he's like confined to a wheelchair. It's really sad. That that is actually. I had no idea. You going to say anything bad about our our able-bodied folks out there and and make them angry? I had no idea he was in a wheelchair. I'm not trying to be funny. But look at Missy. I mean, she's got her hand on her hip, confident. She's got that smile. She's got those tremendous things hanging off her chest. Just, just God dang. Dude, oh, this is prime Missy, man. Oh, it's all prime Missy, all the way live. Well, she's rolling her eyes at Paul Lee talking about the danger zone this week, and then Jr. mentions. A segment that's going to air soon over the next few weeks with Dusty Rhodes. More on that as we get to it. I can't wait. And Hopper, God, I hope 
he doesn't get hit by a bus and he's on those shows so he can see the ridiculousness that those things are because some of them actually all of them are just really absurd okay on that note we then go directly to the ring for sting and lex luger versus mike samples and joe cruz and when we do go to the ring for that match jim ross teases a major announcement related to luger and sting regarding super brawl um from there we get about a three minute match where i mean it's sting and luger versus mike samples and joe cruz i don't know you know what we can expect here other than for sting and luger to dominate and that's exactly what happens uh, sting is going to tag in luger for the finish and he puts cruz in the torture rack for the win sting and luger pick up the win and that was that doc I know your notes were eaten up, but um, any um, any thoughts on this dominant performance by this tag team? There was a point in this match where Cruz hit the stinger splash on Sting and then wooed. I thought that was funny. It was a little you know character out of the the enhancement talent, which is nice to see. Um, yes, I like I I like when those guys do that because it actually makes it more entertaining because gives, gives them that, the, that just even the few seconds of like something something different well and it gives the it gives the like over talent a chance to go wait what the piss are you doing and then do the dikembe mutombo finger wave at him and be like not today um okay so you know we have been on a a hot streak here in the promotion of good shows right Oh, we got to be six weeks in now of uh, yeah, really good stuff. I mean, it's 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 been it's been good here, mm-hmm. and I I don't think that that stops this week. But I want to ask a question, and it starts with this match. Is in, in previous weeks, it just seems like hey, we're kind of you know floating along with some good shows. And they were good. We've given them high marks, been surprised, whatever. But now we're starting to get to Super Brawl. And I have a couple of questions about the booking. One of which is why we need Sting and Luger in a tag team when Luger is supposed to be tied up with Nikita coming after his single strap. Yeah, I don't. And so what I'm trying to do here is figure out how much of this I want to say I'm rating it on what I've seen, my entertainment level, but we're also invested in how the promotion tracks overall. It gets to pay-per-views, gets to clashes, and there's some suspect stuff in this episode that I don't know. It seems wobbly, more like that kind of WCW you'd expect. But there's lots of stars on this episode. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they. I, I I don't have an answer for. For why why they decided to go that route. Um, I mean, I guess the Steiners needed an opponent for Super Brawl. And here it is. I just gave it away. Um, but at the same time, what you just said. Luger is supposed to be heating up with Nikita. It feels like that's a prime opportunity for 
them to have a big match on a big pay-per-view. Right. But so in which I think that actually did need to happen. Like, I think they made a mistake there because, well, hell, I'll just give it away. Nikita wrestles Tommy Rich at Super Brawl. Like, it just, why? Like, that that, that makes no sense. So I just think, I really think they were just like, man, we need a, we need a big opponent for the for the Steiner brothers at Super Brawl, and that's exactly. why you, that's why you got that. Which it, it does take away from the fact that you were heating things up with Nikita, right? So I'm thinking about this episode and how I'm going to rate it in terms of a couple of different factors here. Yeah, I'm look, man. I'm I'm with you. Okay, they're, we're they're back together. The, yeah. So we started out together as buddies and then we kind of drifted apart there for a little bit and now we're back together it's good to well, know you get sideways when it comes to your freaking addiction and disease known as the the dallas cowboys you 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 are completely irrational i mean you are the definition of a fanatic you oh. you, you you let them folks dictate your your well-being <laughs> I mean, you, you and your friend were drunk. Did we, did we tell the story about your friend? We're not going to say the name, how drunk he got game one against Tampa. He watched the game outside on his outdoor TV. Cause that's what, that's white people shit too. And tell the people what happened. He was drinking so much. He, he slept outside. He, he got drunk and was so depressed. He went to sleep outside and woke up. When did he wake up? I never got to ask you that. I didn't get that answer. That, 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 I mean, that's not funny. When he woke the thing up, is, it's not funny. The thing is, I know what Doc's friend looks like. <laughs> I've seen him. And I'm just picturing him just pissed off, drunk, laid out on his patio. <laughs> yeah. Depressed from his boys with a pathetic performance. Yeah, man. Okay. All right, let's keep moving. You did make a lot of sense, though, with your Luger Stink thing. We go to the next match after commercial, which during the commercial, there was a Z-Man t-shirt in that ad. Mm -hmm. That must have sold a bazillion copies. I'm I'm sure uh, my good friend out there, Chris Zoncha, a.k.a. Zahuka, a.k.a. uh, Zuka, a.k.a. uh, Zaha, I'm sure he's got a few of those Z-Man t-shirts. But anyway... We go to Tommy Rich versus the one-man gang. And I was really looking forward to this one because I really wanted to see how the greatest NWA world champion of all time fared against the one-man gang. I mean, this guy is a legend. He held that belt for a very long time, and um, he's tremendous. Now, during this match, we get a peanut head chant. And I tried to recall, when did they start peanut head? Was it in 90 or 89? So like 89, I think. Yeah, we've got peanut, and here's why I point that out. Um, we're getting a peanut head chant still, and there was a long time where we got the oh when Pez got his head shaved by Boogie, we got a chant for a few years as well. So I just look, man, these people remember wrestling fans are creatures of habit, and the fact that we got a peanut head chant here really says something. Um, about Teddy, like to me, it's a testament of uh, how good Teddy is at what he does uh, in his in his role. But anyway, um, long story short, with this one, 
Gang is going to hit the 747 on Tommy Rich in like two minutes time. And uh, Gang wins the match. Doc, I know your notes were eaten. Uh, what do you have on the match or the aftermath that I'm going to cover shortly? Oh, well, um, Sullivan's hair is great. Oh, my God. He looks like a Chia pit. Yeah. He does unhinged. Yeah, look at him. God dang. Look, he laid down, and you can't tell if he's laying down or standing up. That gut. You know when he was wrestling on the indies in, like, the early to mid-90s? Um, he'd, he'd Well, not early. In mid-90s, he would wrestle in those Zubaz. Not those exact ones, but he, I saw him wrestling in some Zubaz a handful of times. God, what a give uh, up. Take some pride. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. So are Twinkies. Uh, pretty sad, man. Pretty sad. Uh, the, the way that thing ended was... So, well, I have a question. Uh-huh. Did JR misspeak in the previous segment and say that coming up next, Tommy Rich is going to take on Vader? Oh, I didn't... I, I missed that if he said it. Which well, he, I it, he I mean, did. I was watching and I might have messed up, but I wrote down like when they when I get through this commercial break, it's going to be Tommy Rich and Vader, and then it was one man gang, so I was confused. Mm, mm, I might have missed it. He might have, but I mean, Vader's around, but um, yeah, I, I I didn't catch it, but it wouldn't shock me. I mean, everything wasn't airtight, brother. I mean, you know, you know the drill. Um, after the match, just real quick, um, gang is attacking Tommy Rich, hits him with another 747. Ron Simmons, I'm sorry, JYD comes in to help Tommy Rich, and then Ron Simmons has to save JYD, who's getting the boots put to him as well, and that was how they go to commercial. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc, as uh, we continue? I wouldn't mind seeing Ron Simmons and one man gang get it on. Yeah, may not may not be the scientific classic that everybody craves but i have a feeling some people would get their ass whooped now when we talk about tommy rich versus the one-man gang everybody has to think about the menace to society now i know you've never been in the ring with the greatest world heavyweight champion of all time but you have been in the ring with the one-man gang is that correct i was in a six-man tag with him one time okay right he was he was on my side. I don't know if I ever. Oh, told he was that on story. your side. Okay, so I was yeah. going to ask you what it felt like, what we could have experienced, what Tommy might have been feeling like in the ring, but you were on his team, so never mind. But he oh, can't no, gang, see. Gang, gang, gang was very stiff. But I was yeah. going to. The reason I pointed out the story that I was going to tell you about being in a six man tag with him one time, it was me, gang, and somebody else. I don't even know who was on our side. That's usually how a six man tag works. No, I just can't remember who the other person is, but. Tommy Rogers was one of the members of the other team. And anyway, where I'm going with this story is there was a point where we were on the outside of the ring gang picks up a chair and he's about to swing it at me. And I'm his one of his tag partners. And I had to yell at him on the barricade gang. No, it's me. And uh, he pulled the chair down. He was about to whack me though. Cause he can't see. He can't see. He's blind. He's just, blind. they should let, they should let him and Stan Hansen wrestling in a no contacts match that nobody can see each other. I always would ask questions like guys that were, you know, vets. I'd say, 
Is he? Does he use that as an excuse? He being <laughs> to like you know just wail on guys and he's like, and um, no, nah, they're like he's stiff, but not really. He's just he just this is how he works. But uh, yeah, he 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 can't see. He he squint. I'm, I remember standing on the outside of the ring next to me, and he squints his eyes to like look, and he can. I can't bet he can barely make out a silhouette of me as he squint, trying to see. And I had to yell at him, "Gang, don't swing!" And but, let me um, guess: if he'd have hit you with that hair, with that chair, you'd have felt it. Oh, bro, he he, nothing was soft with him, man. Right, nothing. I remember that's the way it's, that's the way it's supposed to be, though. A friend of mine was working in a tag match with him one time, and um, against him, and he was like, "Oh my God, everything he did was stiff except the 747." <laughs> He said that was the lightest thing he took from him that night. Uh but 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 Gang's a nice guy, man. I, I don't 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 be fooled. He's a he's freaking sweetheart, man. He's like one of the nicest guys you can meet when you talk to him and get to know him. So so nice. I mean, hey, he spent three hours on the show with us like seven years ago now. That was in that December. That just tells of you he doesn't have anything better to do these days. He wouldn't stop. He just kept talking and talking and talking. It's on and YouTube. Then he- and then he asked you when it, when he should expect the check in the mail. <laughs> no, but you know what his wife asked me? Can you send me a CD of the recording? I was like, come on. I was like, Miss Mary, it's on YouTube. Like you can access it anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can you send me the CD? I'm like, I don't even have a CD burner anymore. <laughs> she was probably, you know, you got to watch out for these rasters. She was probably going to burn them and sign, have one man gang sign them and then sell them. You know his wife is like half pint size, like she's like four foot six or something. Hmm. She's a little short lady. That does conjure up some interesting scenarios. Okay, I wasn't going there. Anyway, all right, we go to the Super Brawl Control Center with Gordon Soley. Um, he at Harper, Texas. No, I thought my phone was showing a a, a light on it. Uh, we go to the Super Bowl Control Center with Super Brawl Control Center with Gordon Soley. He breaks the news of the Young Pistols versus the Freebirds. Uh, he also talks about Bobby Eaton versus Arn Anderson for the TV title at Super Brawl. Ricky Morton's going to take on Dan Spivey. Oh, God. Mm. Big Josh versus Larry Zabisco. A stretcher match with Eligante and Sid. Oh, my God. And then we got a promo uh, from Sting and Luger and uh, followed by the Steiners. Um, let's just give that a quick listen. It's uh, not too long. Here it is. Super Brawl premier matchups. The Steiners, the Stinger, and myself. Friendship aside, it'll be wide open. I know what it's like to wrestle against somebody you just can't stand. Well, I kind of like the Steiners, but I'm looking forward to getting in the ring with those guys. Sting and Lex, don't make a big mistake. We ain't be traveling together. When we get in the ring, we ain't going to be partners, we ain't going to be buddies, and we ain't going to be friends. Me and my brother, one thing to do, and that's beat you up. Brother, what a match that's going to be. The World Tag Team Championship on the line, the Steiners against Lex Luger and Sting. Now you ask, how can I become a part of this? Yeah, the more I listen to that promo, the more I'm like, they just threw this together at the last second. Well, and so first of all, I thought Rick Steiner was really good there in a short little promo because he's usually goofy. And he was like, look, gold over friends, bro. We ain't losing these straps. Um, Very true. It got a, We got a brother out of Gordon Sully at the end. And yeah, on paper, 
Flair, I mean Flair, uh, Sting and Luger versus the Steiners is interesting. But is it more interesting than a personal issue? Mm, I don't know about that. No, and we had not. a personal, and we had a personal issue with Luger and Nikita that I want to see resolved. Yeah, that's a miss. Like, there's no ifs ands but you can't. There's no excuse for. There's not one excuse for not having Luger versus Nikita after everything we've seen with them. Like everything we've seen, there's there's no excuse. It's it makes no sense. And, and it, it it boil and it boils down to like they didn't have an opponent for the Steiner brothers right now. Right. Well, that's a problem too. Then. And I'm just thinking, like, I wonder one of the Meltzer hey, subscribers out there. Maybe we should develop a team. Rival that we can get heated up for the best tag team in the world that's like super over. One of the Meltzer subscribers out there, not subscribers, subscribers out there, tell me if maybe the original plan for Super Brawl was maybe the Steiners are supposed to wrestle, maybe there was supposed to be a rematch, kind of like what's happening with um, Flair and Fujinami. Maybe there was supposed to be some kind of rematch with the Steiners and whoever they faced. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so here's the thing. So here's the thing about that. I'm interested in Flair versus Fujinami. I've never seen it again. You're going to be, come on. You nope, never seen it, but I'm interested enough to watch it. But you can't run a whole pay-per-view. I guess you can because they did it at World War when they did that. You can't just have the Americans versus the Japanese here. Because enough Americans aren't going to care. No, you can. Okay. During this time, you could. I mean, I think you could. But, I mean, I see why you're saying that. I'm just saying, man, they needed... Bro, it's a mistake to not have Luger and Nikita after what you've done, like so far. That's a big. That's a miss. Like, yes. there's no excuse. Why for that. did you heat this all up if you're not gonna? It's a. It's perfect timing. Here's the pay per view. We're gonna heat this up. Oh, we're not gonna. We're gonna put Luger in. With, with they were. I'm telling you, they were. They needed something for the Steiners. The Steiners are the champs. That's the only thing I can think of. What? What the Uh-oh. hell? Is what is this? What, did we? I, I just heard something. Yeah, me too. Oh, join call. Hold on. Wait. All right. No, it's here. Let me. No, it's not. It's not that. Hopper is trying to join everyone, and um. But see, I don't want to click over to him. Let me just let me just add him to this. I'm doing this on a fly. This is a mud show production, everybody. Let's see if let's see if this works. But yeah, you know, you you make a you. It should have been Nikita. Like, there's no excuse for that. Nikita and Luger, and then, God, they need to do something else. I just don't know what it is. Um, and I don't. Uh, Hopper's not. Hang up the other line, Hopper. Come on, Hopper. Yeah. Nope. It's just saying calling him. Let's see. Let's get him on. Okay. Um, well, 
while we're while we're waiting on him to answer, uh, we did go to the next match. It was Vader versus Jeff Sword. Vader comes out with the headgear, looks awesome as normal. Yeah, we see you're on Hopper. I'm trying to call you. Um, Vader wins. Top rope hits a splash for the win. Did you have any thoughts on that? The Vader. Hey. Yeah. What's, what's up, man? Up? How do I sound like shit? Yes. It's better than nothing. Sure. Yeah. You know. What's up with your internet? The guy came and the address is fucked up for the Wi-Fi for the internet. So he's he's got to come off of me. Come on. So so he's he's got. That's no come way to back. talk to your. That's no way to talk to your girl. That's nice. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's fuck, bro. You, so they get on, they they have special internet for only special addresses, or how does this work? The address is fucked up. Did you print so, him, Did you print off a receipt and show here? Here's my here's my order. Well, when a box showed up, the address was off. I'm like, okay, whatever, right? It's just a fuck up. And the guy's like, yeah, man, I can't hook it up because y'all gotta verify that this is the right address. So I was like, what the fuck? It is off by one fucking number. That sounds like some corporate bull crap, Doc. Ask him if he had the wrong address. How did he show up at the right house? Well, uh, when the box showed up from AT&T, it did say the wrong address. It was off. Then how did it get to your house? They just fucking put it there. Oh. So. Sounds like everybody's got their shit squared away. Yeah, but it sucked. Like I got this big ass TV mounted on the fucking wall, and it's just a big black box square. Right I can't table. watch. Yeah, I can't watch TV. I've been watching like fucking honeymooners and shit on fucking Tubi on my phone. Did you catch the big game this weekend with the Bucks? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, fuck, I didn't, because I was fucking hanging this goddamn TV up. To watch the game? Yeah, well, then, then by the time it was done, I was going to the bar, and I was listening to it on the radio, and like, fumble, interception, and I was like, fuck, I ain't even going over there. So you turned around and went home? I went and bought a coffee maker. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but then I watched... I saw your Cowboys come back and win. Oh, we're 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 back in it, dude. Yeah, back in it for sure. And then, Bro. how did you feel about LSU Saturday night? That was a big win, was it not? I guess, yeah. Yeah. I guess Mike was even calling it. Mike was calling it a signature win a minute ago for the program. Really? Yeah. He but he might have been talking about Tulane because they won too. I know they're they're, they're fucking uh, like two three and other to be fucking Kansas State. They're like the new SMU ponies. Yeah, pretty much. They're America's team. Tulane, Green Wave, get some. They said this is the first time ever the the uh, basketball blue bu- blue bloods of Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, and Kansas, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky are all three and zero in football. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. Now, 
do we think that Kentucky is is that good in the in their in, in the SEC? I think eventually when they start running into the uh, you know, I mean Georgia, Tennessee, you know, once that happens, I think they're gonna be taken down a notch. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. Okay. And but I, I, but it's it's crazy thing like Kansas is Kansas is halfway to being bowl eligible. They haven't had that since that big fat fucker was their coach. Right, exactly. Th- th- that big fat motherfucker. Yeah. Mangini? Mangina? Yeah, with, with the mo- he was like the fucking, the guy that was the governor of fucking New Jersey. He looked like a, he looked like a super a fucking, low bo- underling on the Soprano family that got stuck in Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. Like a fucking bus driver. He was on witness protection program and ended up the coach of Kansas University. <laughs> all right, Mike, did you get yourself a drink of water and blow your nose and sneeze and all that from your COVID lingering hangover? Y'all didn't start yet? No, oh, we're, we're this is recording. This is full on the oh. air. I was just waiting y'all to waiting for y'all to finish y'all uh whatever the hell was going on. We over haven't there. we haven't had an opportunity oh. to catch up in a couple weeks, and it's just not our fault that it happened on the air. Dude, they got a salvage grocery store around the corner from here. And they got beers in there for 69 cents each. What kind of beer? Miller Lite. Okay. It's expired by like a month, but I don't get <laughs> So one good. month expired beer is still good. Oh yeah, bro. Fucking dude, beer stays good for a good while past that date, bro. Yeah, they put that 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 date is a gimmick work, bro. Come oh, on, for real, dude. So what they hope people just dump it out and then just go buy some more when it gets to that date? Is that what it is? Yeah. If it lasts that long, is is what I'm saying. Well, I, I've been killing. I was, I was like, bro, sixty nine cents. Dude. Put it this way, a six pack. If you were to get a six pack of your standard domestic beer, it's almost ten dollars. Jesus Christ! And it and at Harper's rate, we're talking about you know like four dollars and fourteen cents. Right. You do the math. It's a lot so of money. Fucking, hey, it's yeah. Miller Lite. It ain't like it was a filet mignon to begin with. Get that motherfucker in the freezer. Get it super cold and chug it. You'll be just fine. That's what I've been doing. See? And Harper, I can't help it if we're catching up live on the air. We're celebrities. We live our life in the public eye to begin with. That's right. And I got uh, the, the, the uh, 12 ounces are, are 69, 16, 79. So I got a couple of uh, old Tall me walking. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Living the dream, brother. Living the dream, man. Getting you Ooh, some expired beers. Beer? It's Steel. pretty amazing that it's 69 cents. Like, they mm. really chose that number, huh? And they had some 12-pack of some knockoff Cokes called Super Chill for like $1.50. Doc? What's it called? I, I think it's it's called Super Chill. It's some shit brand. Okay. How's it taste? And like five, you know, like drinking store brand Coke. Okay. And I got a uh, they got milk in there too. That's like now. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> it goes bad in like a week from like the date. Okay. So like if you got like kids, I mean the kids go through milk fucking nonstop. Trust me, I'm aware. Now, yeah. Mike, do you like drinking milk? No. Neither do I. It's gross. That's nasty. Drinking some shit that came out of a cow titty is gross. Mm. Don't you agree? I mean, you got to have milk when you eat cereal, but I ain't trying to drink it. Yeah. Right. And I can even do that. I like dry cereal. Oh, God. Yeah. Do you put mustard on your freaking mashed potatoes, too? Me? Yeah, Some you like dry cereal. What well, what does mustard on mashed potatoes have to do with anything? That's the absurdity that you just said. I don't eat milk and cereal. I don't. Boy, that's what's wrong with Latrell. Okay. No, he does. Right. He loves what milk. Like, Dad or you? He he drinks like three or four glasses a day. Oh yeah, but kids go through that shit or like a wino through fucking bottle of Jack Daniels, bro. <laughs> My brother used to get two at a time. Like That's right. Hours. That's what we do. Yeah. Bro, my kids ain't never drank milk like that. Oh, dude. My fucking brother's kids would go through a gallon in a day or two. No, yeah. I, I, I know kids go through milk. It just it just never happened in this household. But you go down and get you some expired milk, and then you're good to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, really. Bro, they get boxes of, of like, Captain Crunch and they have, like, a dollar fifty. I'm like, oh. bro. Well, hold uh, on, Hopper. It's getting close to uh, blueberry and yep. all that time of year, right? Once it once it heads over to the big lots. Oh yeah, but the fucking Frankenberry and the fucking blueberry. <laughs> yep, he gets excited for that. Sh- you could hear his voice get. Dude, you could hear it in his voice. The uh, the Fourth of July Captain Crunch is called Red, White, and Blue Crunch. <laughs> America. Like a dollar yeah. Let me guess, you liked it. Yeah, it's it's fucking Captain Crunch. (laughs) Shit made him want to like eat a bowl and then dump some tea in a harbor or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) No taxation without representation, (laughs) brother. America. What happened Uh. to those people? Oh, God, let's not get political. <laughs> okay, hey, I do have something interesting. Now, I know Harper is catching up here, but before we got to keep the show rolling, there is a, a pretty good promo coming up. Uh, this is the Danger Zone with Barry Windham, Ric Flair, and Arn Anderson. Now, let's wait get a minute. Back. Harper, can you see this at all? No. That's going to imp- that's going to impede his enjoyment of what the filth that we're about to witness. You'll have to explain it to him. I don't think I want to. Me either, but I'll just, he can use his imagination. Here it is. I'm standing with Double A on Anderson, who at Super Pro, the greatest pay-per-view of all time, will defend the TV title against beautiful Bobby. Barry Windham, who's beaten each and every opponent for the last several months, and the heavyweight champion of the world, Nature Boy Ric Flair, who at Super Brawl will enter the ring against a man that thinks he has a claim to your title, Katsumi Fujinami. Yeah, well, he thought a lot of things. 
But when I got off that 747 in Tokyo, aside from driving every little woman with eyes like this out of her mind, I personally showed every athlete in Japan what the sport of professional wrestling, woo, all about, Paulie. And a Super Bowl when Fujinami walked that aisle on my side of the world. <laughs> He'll really pay the price. You know, Nature Boy, I hate all these reporters that say, what if Fujinami does this? What if, hey, I know for a fact that you're going to get by Tatsumi Fujinami. So my question, sir, to you is this. What comes after Super Brawl? Well, when you're one of the four horsemen, when you're Ric Flair, I got to Barry Windham, we can pretty much call our own shot. Now, why don't you get around to asking me what you're trying to say and quit mincing words? What I'm trying to say is, nature boy, there are a lot of top contenders. Who's going to be next in line for a title shot after Super Brawl? My friend, the only real great wrestlers in my mind are at my side. The world's television champion, the greatest television champion of all time. And Barry Windham, Mr. Technician himself, a top contender. What are you trying to say, little man? No, I'm not trying to say anything. I just want to know after Super Brawl, who's going to get the title shot at the heavyweight championship of the world? Anybody that wants to sign on the dotted line, Helen Keller. You understand that? Yeah, I think I understand. And whoever it may be will get beat just like that, Helen Keller. Read through it, baby. Huh. Well, we're gonna go back to the ring, but first, check this out. Um, so Doc, do you want to describe what Flair did when he said he got off the plane in Japan and um this was So Harper, remember back back in the day when we could do things like make fun of other people uh for purely demographic reasons and maybe Asian people, you would put your index fingers at the outside <laughs> corner of your eyes and stretch your eyeballs, your eyes to where they were a little bit more narrow. Remember the thing we, we go Chinese, Japanese, look at these dirty knees. Jesus Christ. Remember that? That was, um, yeah, I did. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> we, we really were foul. Were? were? <laughs> no, I mean, like, look, bro, as bad as we are on this show, the three of us, I used I used to tell my wife all the time, I am glad that there was not cell phone cameras when I was growing up. So Flair makes this gesture with his eyes when he says he got off the plane and ran through all the women that look like this. That That's was nice. Jesus Christ moment from that. And then 
Harper wasn't here. I don't know if he was here when Barry made it sound like he wanted the world title or when Arn, I know he wasn't on the show when Arn said he wanted the world title. But then Paul is, Paul Lee is instigating, you know, if Flair's, he's basically saying, are you going to give these guys a title shot? Because Barry and, and Arn are behind him kind of just like looking like, all right, what's happening here? So is that how you took that, Doc? Yeah, I thought it was a little confusing because I wasn't sure exactly where they were going with that. But, you know. I think we were supposed to tie it into what we've heard from Barry and Arn on their last two promos. When they I think so, too. They wanted world title shots. I think so, too. But the problem with that is, is that it, once again, you're. So you're telling me we, we might could have earlier gotten the belt off of Arn and had Arn and Wyndham versus the Steiners, and had Sting versus Flair, and Luger versus Nikita, and not had a better pro, uh, not had a better pay-per-view. Well, no, no, no. I, I, get, I get the main event that they're going to do with Fujinami and Flair. I get I that they're say. doing that, but, like, I don't know. I see what you're saying, though. I mean, it's, like, you could put... Well, and the whole point there is... We're still, this sounds crazy, what I'm about to say. Oh, no. We're still at a point where just being from Japan is going to make Fujinami a heel. Yeah. And Flair's trying to be a heel out there. So our world title is going to be heel versus heel. And our tag team belt match is going to be face versus face that's what i'm saying is we're not doing this right like the shows harbor you've been missing some of them but the shows have been really good yeah they have you've been dropping a's on these things because they've been good shows yeah the last two weeks weeks, huh yeah you haven't been on the two weeks in the last two weeks i I believe we doc and i both gave the shows a's because and at the lowest and a minus yeah, they were they were they were good shows, man. They 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 airtight, you know, the names did stuff, decent promos. Just I mean, it ain't the studio days, but it's been really good. They've been building stuff up. They did this, like you can't see it now, but Luger, um Nikita came out and stole took Luger's belt, US belt, destroyed it. Um they've been heating this up with Nikita and Luger. But now they're going to put Luger and Sting against the Steiners at Super Brawl, which is next month, which doesn't make sense because it really should be Nikita and Luger. Nikita's here even cutting a promo on Luger in the next segment. So they, it's, been, it's been really good shows. I mean, they, these and shows so have been is, really good. And so this is where the booking is now starting to get real wonky. And I'm wondering, back to my question before is, are they having to flex because Flair's like, I ain't doing that because he's had it backstage yeah we ain't far from him leaving so my point is i have no faith that hurt or anybody associated with him is doing the right thing booking the right way leading the company the right way because we know better but are they also having to accommodate people going yeah i ain't doing that bullshit because oh, no. it's weird booking this week and it does uh, and it the show itself isn't is entertaining but it's weird. Yeah, that's why I said somebody. Game? What's that? Y'all remember the Super Brawl game? No. 
No. Yeah, they had one for Super Nintendo. Hmm. Yeah. They had Sting on it. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, it's Super Nintendo. I never had a. Did you? Did you have a Super Nintendo? I never had one. Yeah. I think I went from Nintendo to. And 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 I got all these platforms as they were like going out of style. Dude, dude, I'm the same way, bro. I never had them when they were like new. Right. Um. Like I had the I had Nintendo probably around this time. I had uh, Sega Genesis years after it it had made its you know debut, which that was a really good system. But no, I never had it. But back, Doc, back to what you were saying. Yeah, um, I don't know, dude. I can't. I, that's why I said somebody with a Meltzer subscription is going to be able to tell us what the deal was and and why some of this stuff kind of got out of whack. Because it really did. I mean, you could see it in in the way it's being booked now or the way it's being presented on the show. Exactly. All right. Well, we keep moving, and we go to the Young Pistols. Well, Nikita cut a promo. It was really good. JR tells Nikita he will face disciplinary action for destroying the U.S. title. Here's something else I wanted to ask you along those lines. If you go back to Nikita's match, Mm -hmm. fucking crowd's yelling Nikita during the match. Yeah, they're chanting Nikita, Nikita. Yeah. So first of all, we had Peanut Head, <laughs> and then we had them cheering for the heel. It's a weird. This is a weird episode, dude. And I didn't say bad. It's just odd. But they. That's not new though, man. With the chanting for the heels. Like they kind of been doing but that in Center State. But he's a Russian, and again, reason enough to be a heel even in '91. You know how wrestling fans don't say current with current events. Yeah, no. I think they do now. Oh, oh yeah, now. That's because they're all worked up by politics. So that's. that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, you can have a Russian guy now. That's for damn sure. You could. The problem is 50% of the audience would be cheering for him relentlessly, and the other 50% would be chasing him with a knife as he came to the ring. There would be no yeah, clear yeah. line because it's yeah, such I like a his work guy. rate. I like his work rate, but my political <laughs> leader says I've got to stab him in the thigh. Uh, or man, vice versa. Right. Like, I was telling that to somebody. Like, like remember when, when you used to just watch wrestling and enjoy it? And yes. didn't dissect it and dissect that and dissect that and have to look Let's, up Google where this guy come from, what's his shoot name, where'd he go to high school? We just watched it and enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the premise of this show, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like you honestly, I, I say this all the time. We we actually should do that more often. Even when you're watching things like WWE and AEW, and look, I'm the first one to tell you it's hard to do. But sometimes you just gotta watch stuff and just watch it and try to enjoy it. And in, 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 in defense of wrestling, it's not just wrestling that we do this with. It's everything. everything. When Game of Thrones was finishing off and we were in the last season, I remember being on social media reading like stuff. And, bruh, 
literally every Game of Thrones fan on social media turned into a wrestling booker. It was, they did everything but say, who booked this shit? This is bullshit. Uh, cancel HBO Max. Like, th that's the only thing they didn't say. Everybody was criticizing the finish. Or even before the finish, when they thought the broad was going to, I'm sorry, the woman was going to go over. When they thought the woman was going to go over. Oh, rem I, I, look, Game of Thrones fans out there, if you're not a fan, uh, if you're not a fan, you won't understand this, but there was a time period where they thought the woman was going to go over and, and you had people outraged about that. And then the woman killed the, it was the girl killed the night King and they were losing their minds. Like people were outraged at how they booked it. And I'm like, people, it's a freaking television show. It ain't even real. And I'm just, it, it, in, in like the reason I pointed out is because and if you're a Sopranos fan, same thing, except there was no social media. But you'll have people now debate the Sopranos finish. Like, I hate to say it like that, but they do. And it's the same thing. So wrestling isn't alone in this over-analysis of its product. It's everything that is yeah. produced on TV now. I mean, hell, people do it with... Don't even get me started on, like, reality TV. What about this show? What about it? Do people overanalyze this show? I think I, that's the great thing. Work? No, I think that's the great thing about our listeners. I think they just go with it. They, they know we just try to have fun with it and go with it. I mean, you know, occasionally I'll get like a message or an email or something or something on Twitter and somebody will say, hey, you know, I think y'all are wrong about how y'all analyze this. I'm like, okay, well, okay. Then, well you know, that's how you well, feel. One like, of the great, the great uh, thinkers of our time analyzes our show and thinks we should talk about Bruno more often. Oh. Where's D-Man at? Yeah, where is he? Bro, by the way, I am I haven't I'm I'm still trying to make it work where I can make it to the Wildcat show in the NWA show in mid November. Um and there's an old uh guest that was on this show, not an old person, but there was a guest, a former guest on this show that is gonna be at the taping and I don't want to say who because I, I'm not 100% sure I'm going to be able to make the show yet, even though I'm trying my damnedest. And he said, man, yes, we're going to record an episode in person. We're going to get Harper liquored up on a bottle of whiskey <laughs> and have the greatest podcast ever. It's going to be Luke Hawks. Is a former Smoky Mountain wrestling talent that drills it down a little bit that's supposed to be at that show that – says yes we will have the greatest podcast episode ever the so, wolf man whatever his name was oh my god wouldn't that be great i feel like i need <laughs> i feel like i need to hop in the car with you mike oh my god if you this one is gonna be tremendous if it happens oh gonna be great great stuff i already know who it is without you telling me and i feel like i need to hop in the car well, you know, what's funny is he asked, he said, is Doc coming too? Oh, and I was shit. like, yeah, he asked me because we were texting. And I said, <laughs> I said, uh, <laughs> what was his exact response? Hold on. Uh, I said, Doc won't be able to make it. And he said, dude, I had to look this up. Is he agoraphobic? <laughs> 
Agoraphobic. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. I'm okay. like, Hopper. What does that mean, Doc? <laughs> you scared don't like of being like in public situations. Yeah, scared oh. of public situations. Don't be like being around people. And I said, I had to look it up and I said, he can be that way sometimes. And his response was, we'll get Harper's ass in the room with a bottle of hooch and we'll do one <laughs> hell of a podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's ready. He is ready. And um, No, I'm not agoraphobic. <laughs> I'm just a tired person. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that get one. Tired. You're hurt. I, yeah. And I'm working with fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. By the way, let me let me wrap up this, and then and then we'll, we'll get Hopper's thoughts on on that real quick. So the Young Pistols and Big Josh versus Magnum Force and Chuck Coates uh, match was what it was. Six man tag. Big Josh ends up hitting his finisher on Coates for the win. We then came out of commercial and got a promo from a real quick promo from uh, Ricky. I'm sorry. Dustin Rhodes and Ricky Morton, and all I heard was Dusty Rhodes talking as Dustin cut that promo. Um, it was decent. And, I mean, it yeah. Was. Go ahead, Doc. Go ahead. Somebody must have ran into the room. Oh no! No, my Ethernet unplugged. Did you want me to play it? Because Dustin sounds no, just like just, his it was, daddy. It was a good, you can if you want. It was just a decent little promo. There wasn't a lot to it, but it wasn't bad. Let me play Dude, a snippet you of need it. to go back. When we're done, you need to go back to the open and let Harper see Missy at the beginning. Okay, I will. I will. Listen to Dustin here. Just a few, just a ring little bit ding, of it. Ding. And Ricky Morton. And it seems to me that you two gentlemen have a problem with the York Foundation. That's right. This is Dustin Rhodes, the natural. Six foot five, 260 pounds. And Miss Alexander York, listen up. I know nothing about computers. But what I do know is that I will never join forces with your York Foundation. Now standing next to me. He sounds just like Dusty, man. Yeah, for real. Why, why, why are we against computers? Like they're people from other countries and stuff. They're <laughs> used to computers. It's 1991, bro. They were foreshadowing we something here, man. You always got to be afraid of shit that you don't know anything about. Is that always because the way it has to be? Because they're taking over our jobs. Bro. Bunch of fearful motherfuckers. It's just a fucking rectangle with some chips and shit inside it. Come on. Fuck that IBM shit. Yeah. Steve Jobs Remember ain't the shit. Thing, uh... Remember those little commercials back in the day during uh, Monday Night Football? We go, IBM presents, you make the call. Yes. I, I do. Yes. I was, as soon as they told me, I was like, shit, yeah, I'll make a call. Let me see this motherfucker. I'll tell you what's up. And I used to feel so smart when I would get it right. Yeah, that's past interference. Damn right it is. I read the rule book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How come I can see this shit from... 3,000 miles away, and that motherfucker couldn't see it. He was standing right there. Yeah, and I'm eight. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't that hard. I'm going to be a ref when I grow up. Daddy, I want to be a ref. <laughs> Coming out of that promo, we go to Dustin Rhodes and Ricky Morton, who are tagging up versus Terry Taylor and Larry Zabisco. This is the the main event on this card, or in this yeah on this uh, particular show. Doc, I'll throw to you. Did you have anything from this one? Good little I match. I thought this was... I thought this was a decent match because you got four guys that can all work on it. Um, I, I got to tell you, the thing that got me the most here was I was surprised that we had a clean finish. And I like that. 
Yeah, because you don't always get that. Matter of fact, you Lance don't always and I were get doing... that. And and just to kind of so we can get back to letting Harper see Missy and and talking about some current events. Um, I like what they did here with Mister Hughes because each week he's been getting a little bit closer to taking that coat off. This week we got it. So the way this thing finishes is Morton, who was taking the heat, makes the hot tag to Dustin. Dustin's on fire. Dustin ends up getting an inside cradle on Terry Taylor and gets the pin. But after the pin, Zabisco jumps Dustin. Uh, Eaton comes in to help Dustin and Morton. But Mr. Hughes hits the ring, as Doc was talking about. And uh, he lays into Morton. We go off air as Dustin rolls back uh, in to get on Mr. Hughes. So, um clean finish i mean i guess you can call it that and then some shenanigans at the end a uh, good match though for talented guys who know what they're doing and um this was overall a good show now doc before we rate it in rolex do you want to rate how about we rate in rolex first and then we'll go back to missy okay want to do that all right so doc go ahead and rate it what are you going to give this one well it was 59 minutes long so um that helps that tremendously helps. Um, the wrestling itself was good. There were stars to be seen. That was good. It was entertaining for the hour that it was. The booking logic just kills me, though. I'm going to say B+. Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I'm going B+, as well. Same thing. I mean, we kind of talked about it even before Harper got on. So, yeah, I'm with you. B+. So, we need to hand out the Rolex... Um, who are you going to give you a Rolex to, Doc? And don't say Flair after what he did. <laughs> that was foul. It was it was foul, dude. That was I'm foul. Give him a, a fucking uh, a Japanese watch, like a Casio or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can't get to it quick enough. What the fuck? Son of a bitch! Uh, uh, this may surprise you, but I'm going to go with Mr. Hughes at the end for finally getting physical after a few weeks. Okay. I liked it. And that guy's really had a come up in his gimmick. Trust me. It's the best thing they could have did. Dusty making him like the bodyguard, like Big Bubba. Because what he was wasn't horrible it just it wasn't working right i mean remember they remember harper they put him together with the freaking dude in the bar that paulie brought into the bar the motor city madman that guy's gone huh oh yeah that was dumb it was just stupid yeah that was fucking that was stupid very very um we didn't listen to his promo but i'm gonna give it to nikita actually nikita he gave Luger credit for being a formidable challenger. He didn't say a lot, but I liked it. And he seemed really pissed off and he wants Luger. So that's the thing that that's the thing from a continuity standpoint that I just hated is they're going to pair Luger with Sting now. Nikita's still on the on the show cutting promos talking about getting, you know, I want the U.S. title. It just that part is not just didn't make sense. And, Doc, you wanted me to go to Missy. The problem is Harper can't see it. Oh, yeah, I can't shit. See shit. yeah. I just yeah. see like well, just it's know like that she's wearing a top, and it is so cha- – the, the threads in this thing are so challenged. Mm. 
And it's sticking so, so far away from her chest that you and I could both find shade underneath her bosom. Oh, shit. Yeah, if I send it to you, can you see it on Facebook from your phone while you're on Skype? Let's see. I can send it to you there. Yeah, I'm on Facebook now. Okay, let me send it to you. And you can see what Doc's talking about as he's uh, being a womanizer over there. Drooling over Missy. I mean, you know, mm. grow up, dude. You seriously? Mm. You grow up? I mean, what is it? What What is it with you? It's, it's freaking ridiculous, you know? Come on. Yeah. Mm. All right, I just sent it, Hopper. I'm sure it'll take a second to come through. Um, and a Facebook she, message? Yeah, she's because I'm on the computer. She's rolling her eyes at Paulie. Okay. I'm sure it'll take a second to come through. Oh, damn, bruh. What? You already got it? Yeah. Damn. Told you. Okay. Fuck mm. that. I'm taking the watch away from, from him, and I'm giving it to Missy. Yeah, she, Yeah, Missy. God, her tits look great there. Told you. <laughs> God damn. I told you. She gets the Rolex from me. For real? What's All she wearing? Up. It kind of looks like a wrestling title no i think that's her belly button that's out no bro no I, no that's not a that belly looks like button. the ravens logo down there come on yeah okay it that's like a that's like a skirt high level oh. it comes i yeah. don't they got names for all this shit but it comes up it's a highway it cut, yeah yeah it's a skirt oh. comes up above her belly button yeah damn she's fine huh <laughs> tremendous look at that smile right there mike just Hi. Did she get uh, breast implants? No, huh? Bruh, I, I, mean, don't, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm saying, like, at this point. Oh, I have no I don't want to know because I'd prefer to think that they're real. And I don't want to let facts get in my way. Why are y'all, like, objectifying this woman's body? Because she's, <laughs> I'm not. I'm admiring it. Yeah, I mean, grow up. Heart. This is toxic masculinity. <laughs> What's so uh, funny, that's Doc? Cute. That's cute. You like that? Yeah, you're the She's guy that you're the guy woman. that said earlier in this episode. Rewind the tape. Cowboys fans <laughs> are like broads. Well, that's a term of endearment. Oh, I mean, I even, okay. I even no. I mean, my intent is not bad. I even say that around like. My wife sometime. I'll I don't mean broad. to be racist, but... No, that's not even close to the same thing. All right, so we're done with this episode, but Harper, yeah. if, if you were the boss, the corporate boss of wrestling, who all would you fire in AEW for their misconduct? From like three weeks ago? Yeah, because nobody's been fired yet. It's still hot. I would keep them around, but I would take their job titles away. Mm, somebody's starting to think like a future promoter. Yeah. Yeah, I would take their job titles away. I would keep them around, but and, and I'll, I'll have a legit sit down. I'd be like, look, this shit ain't going to fucking happen again. And you either make. Oh, shit. Come on fucking internet cut out or his phone we were right there. what were you saying Harper you either make what 
either fucking come to terms over this shit or 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 just fucking leave and your job titles are are being taken away. I mean that's, me? Yeah, we hear you. Um Yeah. Because it's 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 I mean they gotta get someone in there to fucking straighten up the fucking boat, bro. And they can I'm not saying they shouldn't still be there, but there's no they gotta they gotta take the job title away. It's almost like fucking Jimmy Johnson where he's he's everything for the uh, I mean for the the Cowboys owner. You know? It's fucking or, or or when fucking Pete Rose was the first baseman and the fucking manager. Snow. And pick betting one. on the team. Right. And betting on the fucking team. You gotta pick pick one role. Pick one. You can be the first baseman, you can be the manager, or you can be a degenerate gambler. <laughs> Boogie, you can't be all three. Right. So well, I believe Corny booked that territory on his show not too long ago, where he said that exact thing. And I would bring someone in. I, I, I don't know who who you could bring in that would. See, the problem is everyone's so fucking old now. Corny said that, that he would give it to Jr., but I wonder if Jr.'s health would allow him. That's what I'm saying. He's got to be in his sixties, and I'm no, sure he did. Jr. seventy. That's all right. So why does he want to fucking deal with that shit at 70 years old? And it's not like he needs the fucking money. Look, I know I mean, seniors that are to fucking do it. Yeah. He works for the competition now, sir. Yeah. No, right. he doesn't. But here's That's the thing. what I'm saying. They let him go. Call him fucking Jeff Jarrett. Bro, you you. OK, I got a name for y'all that to straighten that shit out. I didn't even think about this until y'all were talking about it. Dutch. Dutch. He, he, well, see, Dutch is old too, and mobility. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But no, uh, uh-uh, it's not Dutch. Somebody was just on this show just now. But he's he's there, but he's a talent. Dustin Rhodes, straighten this shit. Yeah. Uh huh. Maybe yeah. he's too smart to do that. He's like just, I want him part of that. Did, here's the look, here's the problem. We have it built the next round of leaders, generationally speaking, because that's what baby boomers do. They pull the ladder up from behind when they're done. <laughs> and, and and the problem with that is, is that there's no Gen X leadership there. Because, I mean, look, does JR know how to run a locker room? Yeah. But I'm telling you, I know seniors that are inspired and inspiring. But at 70, it slows down. I don't care. Yeah, That's no. why I'm telling you, all you people, we need to stop voting for 70 and older presidents. Because it's slow. Look, it, go find your grandparents, your parents, whatever. Go find some old people at your church, whatever. They're all slowing down at that age. God bless them. They lived a long life so far. And I'm not saying they can't continue to do things. But you can't put them in in, in serious positions of pressure and, and expect the same results as if they were 50. Yeah. I wouldn't say regal, but I mean, since, since triple H is back in charge, I mean, sooner or later, I think he's going to go back home. Yeah. I, yeah. Triple H is popular in the sport. Mike, what's your fault with him? Yeah. No, I just don't like the way he, Always got to put himself over and blow himself. But 
But if you take him, if you take him out of out of being a talent, I mean, they kind of like need somebody like him that's just gonna just, you know, say enough of the BS. This is what's going on here. I mean, there's there, there's people who aren't like super old that could do it. I mean, Jeff Jarrett is one of them. I, but you know, he works for the competition. Um, no, he doesn't. So, I mean, he left. That's right. So yeah. I mean, like a guy like Jeff Jarrett. You just need somebody who's going to come in there who's just going to be the sheriff, man, and just come, like, just Cause, cause, cut cause this every, bull crap out. Because the workers have taken over. In mm, every like, right, or, right or wrong, everybody is wrong here, and they've all taken over. And when does that ever work out well for anybody? It's like Lord of the Flies. Right. You can't let the boys be in control because they don't know what's good for themselves, right, Mike? I. They don't, bro. They, you cannot allow the talent to have control like that. The fact that those buffoons, clowns, and children are EVPs marching to this man's locker room, which, again, if you heard me when we first talked about this, I said Punk was wrong, especially talking about Cabana. Leave Cold out of it. That ain't got nothing to do with this. Even if Punk calls him down there, you're an EVP. You are supposed to rise above it no sell it it gets dealt with a different way you don't go down there and march in and try to let me show you how tough i am just it's just dumb hopper i said that you and i could take the bucks in an octagon and you would get pissed at me because you would have knocked out your buck in the octagon inside of 30 seconds and you'd have been mad at me because i'd have been two minutes later trying to finish off the other one well, they said one of them, his eye was it's, it's complete was completely swollen shut like Rocky. No, oh, he'd have had more of a problem with that if he'd have been dealing with me and you. Oh, yeah. Remember what Hopper said? I'd kick them little assholes. <laughs> <laughs> remember when he said that years ago, Hopper? He was like, remember when wrestlers look like wrestlers? Remember? Mm. I mean, here's the thing, bro. This was Hopper said. He's like, Ron Simmons, look at him. I don't want no part of that. These little assholes, I could kick them, <laughs> kick them down the stairs with one kick, and it wouldn't matter. Just saying. Yeah, Bruh, you don't mind. They they marched down to this man's locker room again. He was wrong. Punk had a lot of fault. You think in this. there was a bunch of you think there was a bunch of sissy slap fighting going on until Ace Steel started biting people and throwing chairs? Yes. <laughs> It's just, I, dude. I would love, I would love to see the camera footage from. If I, mean, I know there's not any, and that's I would why you love to have seen that. You know why? Because, bro, if you if you ever seen somebody who's been punched and they didn't know they were about to get punched and and like they were acting tough and then it got real, they freak, they freak out yeah. and they they don't know what to do next. I would, I would. Imagine that's how it was when the Bucks got dealt with, and I would love to see footage of it, just to see if if what I have in my mind is what happened. But here's the thing, and this is what I said, and what you said, Mike, a couple of weeks ago, and what Harper just said. Let's don't cancel anybody. Let's get this in the ring and tell them. Oh, get it, get yeah. it in the ring. <laughs> they, just, they just lose their job titles. Yeah. Hunter. You're on secret double probation. Don't do anything. Stay out of the limelight. Go heal up for the next nine months. We're going to run some storylines. And in nine months, we're going to tell this story 
And it's going to be tremendous. Dude, they'd sell so many tickets if they did that. Yeah, for real. Just saying. I mean, there's there's a way this is supposed to be done. Think about Brett and Sean in the 90s. Yeah. Like, it's similar to that, kind of. Say that again, Harper. I think this is worse. Oh no, yeah, it, I think it's worse too. It's worse too because of social media and right. and and everything that where we're at now. That's that's what makes it worse. But I I compare it to that because of the backstage friction that you know we yeah. had during that same time frame. Yeah. But th- this this is this is gold, man. You, bro, they could print money if they could get this feud to go. <laughs> like if they really could turn this into all right. Look, I know y'all don't like each other. Y'all idiots gonna work it out. Y'all gonna shake hands and agree to go make some money because y'all, after which, like I'm thinking, Tony, y'all gonna Con- clean this mess up by making me some money. Exactly. Yeah, after what y'all put this organization and and prom- and promotion through with all of this, shake up, dust yourself off. Let's go in the ring and make some money. And if you got a problem with that, there's a door. Don't let the doorknob hit you in the butt on the way out. Yeah, like I, I, yep. And, and you'll see then. Who's about it? Now, I don't think they'd all go with it. And someone would say, some of them would say, screw it. I don't know. Um, Punk seems like he'd be like, no, nah, you can go screw yourself. I got enough money. The Bucks, yeah, I don't real. know if they're, they're egos. I don't know, man. To me, they just got egos, man. I don't. I'd love to see it, though. I would pay, I would pay for an AEW pay-per-view if CM Punk and... Well, I don't know if Ace Steel in the ring. I'm trying to think who could be Punk's tag partner against the Bucks. FTR. Yeah. A three-man tag. Punk and FTR against the Bucks and Kenny Omega. I w- yeah. Doc. Managed Doc. by Cal- Colt Cabana. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Dude, that would be phenomenal. It's not that it- fucking hard, guys. Doc, yeah. would you pay for that pay-per-view? Oh, we'd no. all, we, you'd come over, man. We'd- oh, bro. I'd buy it. I'd have to watch it. With special guest timekeeper, Cole Cabana. No, no, no. <laughs> and Liberace. Colt Cole, Cole, <laughs> is the hard. Bucks. Colt is the Bucks and Kenny Omega's manager. And Punk mm-hmm. and FTR are. Or managed by Jim Cornette. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. dude you can never have too much heat doc Mm. that would be nuclear yeah that would sell out vince russo on color commentary what'd you say hopper that would sell out an nfl building it might put forty thousand people in a building with this with this like toxic as Cornette is towards, and I'm not saying it in a bad way, towards Omega and the Bucks. And then you got Colt Cabana, who again Cornette hates, <laughs> and and Cornette is in Punk's corner with FTR against those guys, bro. I I would, you know what you'd have to do? You'd have to have a metal detector when those guys came in the building. <laughs> Cause I don't trust any of them to not take some pe- a piece in with them and be like, we gonna settle this for real tonight. 
That's how you book the territory. That's how you. Nobody books the territory better than booking the territory. That's right. Except for maybe the NFL. All right. On that note, I want to remind everyone, make sure you uh, email Hopper if you would like one of his video shout outs or if you'd like relationship advice or you want Hopper to cut a promo on someone. It's Chris Hopper 16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That's Chris Hopper 16 Wildcat with a J- K at gmail.com. When you email Hopper, make sure you describe exactly what you want in your video shout out or relationship advice or the promo you want him to cut on. Uh, family members or friends and then most importantly don't forget to paypal him 20 bucks to cc303 cc at yahoo.com that's cc303 cc at yahoo.com and uh, don't forget we got the super brawl coming up we got another clash coming up soon you can get all of that on patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt that's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt and i don't have it up in front of me at the moment but don't forget about the nwa show in chalmette at the st bernard civic center i think it's november 12th is that show and i think wildcat is november 13th or it's the 13th and 14th make sure you check out the nwa and wildcat on that weekend in chalmette at the st bernard civic center um I don't have nothing else, Doc. What about you? Hey, man, it's always a better show when we get joined by the superstar. Uh, glad to have Harper in from not quite the moon, but maybe the International Space Station this week. Uh, this is, this is what, seven weeks in a row now of good shows of uh, NWA? I mean, it's seven yep. years of good shows from us, but seven, seven weeks from, the, from WCW? WCW's rolling, bro. No, man, I mean, it's crazy. They're doing it's everything really wrong, yet it feels pretty good. I mean, again, not 1986, but it's better than – I said it last week, week before that. No Norman the Lunatic and no, you know, Captain Mike Rotunda's crew with Norman and Abdullah. So just think yeah, about I how far we've come. about that, man. How bad that was, right? Where's Vader been? He was on, on this, this show. episode. Oh. Yeah, it was before you joined. Uh, They're rolling, dude. They got they got a lot of good stuff going on. Vader came so off the tuned. top rope tonight. Oh. Hey, bro, we, we're not far from Stone Cold coming in. Well, Steve uh, Austin, uh, ain't Stone Cold and yet. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Oh, I can't wait for PN News. So, and I hope Hopper's there. That shit is tremendous. I think it's next week. <laughs> Hold on, I can uh, tell you real quick. If, you, if, you, if y'all filibuster... For just a yo second, baby, I can yo, tell. Baby, yo. Well, I know Texas, and I know that there ain't nothing good that's ever come from that filthy, white trash, honky state of Texas. Well, that's not nice. We're trying to hey, keep Doc. it that way. Too. We're trying to keep it that way, too. Hey, Doc, remember this? Oh, the sound bite's gone. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, no, we're three weeks away. Bitch. Three weeks what? away. Yeah. No, I was gonna play the Robert Fuller, the the uh, not Robert Fuller, the uh, Ron Fuller soundbite. We got a question here from someone that calls himself the Smoky Mountain. <laughs> I can't believe he 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 didn't yank the emergency brake on that one and just kept going and saying the whole name. Bro, he just <laughs> no sold it. Well, he just he name. just went with it like it, it was it's, nothing. It's it's the man's handle like a CB radio. I mean, I can't just not say it. 
I gotta we say got a, We got a question here from someone who calls himself the Smoky Mountain, and he wants to know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Bro, he said it. Like, <laughs> and, like, when I say he said it. He like, didn't flinch. He didn't he, stall. He didn't, like, tiptoe around it. Like, you know, God, he just blew right through it. The octaves never went up on his voice. It just was, we got a gentleman that calls himself, well, I'm sorry, we got a gentleman here, calls himself, he's got a question, calls himself the Smoky Mountain, and he wants to know. Now, I'm like, not sure what word that, that you're skipping over. Could you tell us, please? Yeah. I, I just put the disk drive in my computer. I'm about to find this sound bite because now I got to play it because I'm not about to say what Ron Fuller said. Well, why not? I mean, I thought it was safe for you to say those kinds of words. What's call? I don't like saying that word. Well, it's not the one variation of it. It's a different one. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't I still don't like saying that word. But it's crazy. Well, well, like you, if well, I, you think do you think I'm about to say it? Come on. Well, it's crazy because people like, already don't like me. I ain't going to say that. It's it's uh, it's crazy because like um, besides it's wrong to say. Well, <laughs> it's hurtful to too many people. Don't say no, it. it's it's not it's that the word here's the thing. It's <laughs> okay. You know the color black in Spanish black. is pronounced negro, right? Negro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But right. I said negro. Okay. The negro, okay? <laughs> okay. But <laughs> Ron Ron didn't say it. Ron didn't say it like that. Okay? Ron, Ron put emphasis on, like, he he emphasized the word. Know what I'm saying, Doc? Like, he said it in a different manner. Well, have you pulled I'm it saying. up? Okay, here you go. Get that cold drink, lean back against the old learning tree for some wrestling education. What have you got today? Well, here we go. Today's Learning Tree is a question from someone from Twitter. And this person uh, calls himself the Smoky Mountain Negro. His question <laughs> is two parts. He asks, get that cold drink, lean back again. <laughs> Bruh, he just blew through it like it was nothing. Oh. Smoky Mountain. <laughs> Hold on. It's the old Learning Tree. For some wrestling education, what have you got today? Well, here we go. Today's Learning Tree is a question from someone from Twitter. And this person uh, calls himself the Smoky Mountain Negro. His question <laughs> is... I'm sorry, did, did he say hero? <laughs> Bruh. Oh, Phil Allen. Phil Allen, you dirty bastard. That Just so... Sick. Why would you pick that one? Bruh. No, it was Phil Allen, and he got kudos for the question for being a great question from Ron Fuller. It was actually, it was a good question. It was but, a questionable choice of Twitter handle, but whatever, we'll let that slide because he was, bruh. you know, he's with us. He just blew through what he was saying like it was just normal. I, well, I'm aware. This question is from Twitter, and this gentleman goes by the Smoky Mountain. And he wants to know, like, Ron, can you, like, 
<laughs> By the way, the question was related to African African American talent in in that territory at the time. So yeah, and um, <laughs> Phil Allen and I exchanged emails about this when he sent it in, and and. <laughs> Phil was like, I can't believe he said it and read it. <laughs> you better be careful trying to pull a rib because. Bruh, these old timers, the season ones like Fuller, they just straight up will no sell it. And Ron Fuller no sold that. Which actually made it better. Yeah. God. Bruh, he. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unreal. I played that for my wife when when that was aired. I was like, I need you to listen to this. I, I want to know what you think. She was like, like, oh, no, he didn't. What did he say? I said, <laughs> he's reading a Twitter handle. Yeah, but he said, I said, I know what he said. That's why I'm playing it for you. And she was like, play that again. Play it again. He just said, this is from gentleman from Twitter by the name of the Smoky Mountain and then I had to pull it up on Twitter. I said, no, that's the actual handle. He didn't make that up. This is Phil Allen. She don't know who Phil is. Like, this is this guy's handle. She's like, I wouldn't have read she's that. Like, she's like, Michael, y'all need to stop that podcast right now. Oh, God. Doing. You should hear what she has to say about our discussions. She's like, y'all are childish. This is so stupid. Who listens to y'all? A lot of people. This is this is so dumb. Who listens who listens to you besides me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> breaks breaks their heart that they can't get an audience, doc. Well, it as we've discussed in the Tom Brady saga, no matter who you are, you have a broad that hates your joy. Oh god. That's true, huh? So true. Mm, just let the man live. Just let, him let, it, let it be the greatest of all time in the most popular past. Get that cold drink. Lean. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Go ahead. You have a you have a closing window to close out the greatest career of any professional football <laughs> player, and you've got some skinny anorexic supermodel aging supermodel up your ass about it, Bruh, It goes to show you. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how much of a celebrity you are, how they you hate can it. be the greatest of all time at what you do. They don't want to see you happy. She, and, and she don't have a part in it, so she don't like uh, it. Bruh, she, there was some report that I read that she, it was a quote. This is not like me making this up, where she said, you know, I put my career on hold while he went out and did his thing. And there comes a time and this is how he finds his joy. But there comes a time when you got to come home. And I was like, holy crap. (laughs) He's got to come home. Bruh. He's always home. She was cutting promos on him in this podcast that I saw the text from. And I was like, wow. No matter. Like I said, like I said, Harper, I said this last week in the open. If the if Tom Brady joined the three of us sitting around outside on the patio, drinking a beer, 
we'd all be like, holy shit, that's Tom Brady. But at some point pretty quick, it would turn to, What's up, man, man, my broad was crawling up my ass for this. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, all four of us would be on the same footing, having the same problems, because we're all just dudes at that point. <laughs> we would literally be, take out the fact that he's a billionaire, damn near. We would literally be the same people. Yeah. Because of what he deals. I mean, he there's no And that's difference. when we laugh at the absurdity of being divided over which side of the aisle or a jab in the arm. We got real problems and that's the there's people out there that want to take your joy and they're living with you and you're under your roof. Bro, that woman said I put my career on hold. He's got to come home at some point. And she but she used no they got this they got this all practiced out. She said it's time for him to be more present with the children. Yeah. <laughs> he can't that it's hard to argue that, but you know, it's also hard to prove that too. What's that mean? Because I don't know, but maybe you go to his little baby. son who thinks it's super badass that his dad is the greatest quarterback of all time. Because I can tell you right now, my 10-year-old would be over the moon if his dad was Tom, if I was Tom Brady. Doc, I don't watch this show. Do you Do you ever watch First Take anymore at all? No, nah, I, I don't watch any of that shit. That's not the one with Skip. You haven't watched that shit forever. Okay, I saw a clip on Twitter of, God, and she dissected what Giselle was saying. And I was pissing on myself. Like, she's like, look, I'm a woman. Let me tell you what she meant by that. So basically, she broke kayfabe and was like, this woman is telling him to come your ass home. Love should have brought your ass home last night. It's basically what. And she's like, you done went and played with your boys long enough. You need to come home, help me with these children, because I've been put my career on hold for 10 years now for your your silly sport. She had me dying laughing. And everything well, she, was she a said. Model, right? Yeah, she's a supermodel. Well, and, and that's the thing is, she's going to sit there from her high horse talking about how football's dumb. When her claim to fame was throwing on a bathing suit and taking some pictures, well, it wasn't like me, she was out. It wasn't like she was out curing cancer and shit, and put down the test tubes and took off the goggles and came home so Tom could go beat the Vikings Sunday. She was out there prancing her ass around in a swimsuit, so she needs yeah. to calm down. Let me let me be She's clear. She's the prime. Let me be clear. This was the this was the lady on ESPN dissecting and. And basically translating what Giselle said. This wasn't Giselle didn't say he needs to, you know, put his little football down and, and come, but she was translating it as a woman who understands these things and a, a woman who is married. And she's like, "Trust me, I'm on the road a lot. Me and my husband have this same discussion. Like she literally was breaking kayfabe on it, and, and I was dying laughing because again, she's." She was just preaching the quiet. Like, she was just saying, look, this woman's telling this man, you need to come your ass home, okay? You, you, you've been out there playing with your boys long enough. It's over, all right? And on that how note... Long, um, how, how long before Harper gets told to take down that stupid sportatorium picture? Wait, what? <laughs> how long before 
uh, Mrs. Harper tells you to take down that stupid sportatorium. Well, I just saw that on Facebook. I don't have that. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that sucks. But I got my Ric Flair and my Harley one is definitely going up. Mm, let's let us know how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, guys, on that note, before you hit book it, bitch, um, just one more time. Get that cold drink. Lean back against the old learning tree for some wrestling education. What have you got today? Well, here we go. Today's learning tree is a question from someone from Twitter. And this person uh, calls himself the Smoky Mountain Negro. His question is two parts. He asks, were you ever worried about booking Norvell Austin as a heel in places like Harlan, Kentucky and other towns down south? And what percentage of the audience in the southeastern Knoxville area was black? Great question. It was an excellent question. It's just the handle that throws you off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, two hours into this thing, Doc, about um, you got anything else before we throw to Hopper to hit the tagline? Let's get out of here. Yeah, Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's roll, bud. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs>